2: Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday NBA free agency opens tonight. Already some news out there, including a major trade yesterday. Let's talk some NBA, some futures here. Von dizelle is joining us, NBC Sports bet at VMoney Sports on Twitter with us on the Roman guest line. Von, let's start with the big trade yesterday. John J. Murray from the Spurs to the Hawks, giving them Murray and Trey Young in their backcourt. Um, what do you think this means for the Hawks' future here and, and how they stack up in the Eastern Conference?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Definitely excited to be talking NBA today. This is going to be a, uh, a day of nothing but refreshing our Twitter feed. So excited to be doing that all day. I mean, I love this pickup and what's going to do. Trey Young is going to benefit so much because he barely had any catch-and-shoot opportunities last season because he's the main facilitator but getting a like DeJounte Murray, who we know is a triple-double machine and double-double type of guy, now Trey Young can come off screens, move without the ball. Also limits his usage down the stretch, so we know certain games, especially in the playoffs, you guys heard the clip before the show about Trey Young. Uh, sometimes he has to carry his team on his shoulders. No longer will that be required with DeJounte Murray. Looks like John Collins is on his way out, so that'll be a void to fill, but for right now, DeJounte Murray is a big positive, and I think that gives him a a real chance to go after the first, go uh, post first round, win, win the first round of the playoffs. So uh, big A. plus They're obviously the winner so far before he even starts.
0: I, I'm probably one of the few that is also interested in the San Antonio side because I don't understand why Pop would return for a start of another rebuild. And uh, it, it's funny because we heard so much from uh, the top of the NBA how they've figured out a way to avoid tanking. Well, this is clearly. The Spurs tanking for uh, what many believe is going to be the next great player in the league, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing too. Like everyone's going to complain about the the picks in general, but they got the non guaranteed picks, which are huge. That doesn't really happen in the NBA; they're unprotected. Uh, so a lot of teams are hesitant to do that, and them getting that back, I mean, obviously shows how you know how intelligent the Spurs franchise is and how instrumental they know Dejounte Murray could be to another team. So. It's not a huge loss. I mean, it's going to be obviously a huge loss, but it's not going to be one that, uh, you know, they're they're going to be a fine team. They're going to be a team that's in the rebuild. There's a lot of guys atop top of next year's draft that supposedly are going to be franchise-type names. I know there's a guy from France that's 7'2 with a wingspan of Mm -hmm. 7'9". So if the Spurs are really looking to change their franchise and they don't think DeJounte Murray is the guy, there should be a guy in the next class they're eyeing. And, I mean, we've seen tanking and how it can turn off for some teams. You might not get the number one overall pick but they believe those guys in the top three that's worth getting. So uh, why it might be like, you know, why would you do that? I think it makes sense for the Spurs in the long term.
2: Well, what do you think what they might do when free agency opens? Uh, James Harden opted out yesterday, and seems like all indications are he's coming back on a more team-friendly deal. It's still going to be a lot of money, but less than the $47 million, you know dollar player option he could have exercised. What do you think about what the Sixers could be up to and uh, how to add to what they have with Embiid and, and uh, James Harden here?
1: Yeah, very noble of the beard to do that. He's obviously earned enough money in his career with, you know, on the court and also incentives that he could help a team try and win a ring. Uh, So it's good to see him do that at this stage in his career. He's obviously bought into the process with Joel Embiid. And how that's affected them right now is there's a rumor going around that P.J. Tucker will be a sixer. Three years, $30 million deal. Uh, I like that move because obviously he's a defensive threat, and there's a lot of guys on the Eastern Conference that, if you've got to put P.J. Tucker on a KD, uh, you know, a Giannis, a Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker's the guy to go to. So that's a good move for the Sixers if that comes to fruition. What that also means for them is Tobias Harris and Matisse Tybal on the trading block. Uh, those two guys, we saw Tobias Harris kind of become the fourth option behind Embiid Harden and Tyrese Maxey. Maxey really blew up this year. And with Tybel, very young option still, but... You get some something nice back in return for him being so young. So I could see them still making another piece. I think Andre Drummond is likely to come back and fill that backup big man role. But if you're looking at who could come into fruition and they want to try and make a trade uh, with Harris or, or um, you know Tybal, Malcolm Brogdon's out there for Indiana. He could be a nice signing trade. Uh, Lonnie Walker, I know, is out of San Antonio. He's a nice guy to come off the bench. And uh, we can't forget about T.J. Warren. I mean, he's a 20 point per game guy a couple years ago. So. There's options for the Sixers. I like where they're headed. I'm definitely uh, happy with Harden and the P.J. Tucker if that, if that happens.
0: Well, let's hit on these restricted guys. Uh, earlier in the week, you could find a number at some sports books on Aiton's next team. That's still up in the air. Maybe a, a return to Phoenix is possible. And, and then you've had some chatter about Miles Bridges. Where do you think uh, those two players uh, will be playing their ball next season?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said that about Miles Bridges because that's uh, definitely the direction I would be headed. A team like the Hornets, they need some big men. I mean, that's really what they've been lacking. They have plenty of scoring options right now. But Miles Bridges obviously got in trouble last night. Um, I saw he had allegations, uh, that are rumors. So we'll see what happens with that. But that might hurt his stock a little bit when it comes to the trade market right now. Uh, but if you can still get a couple more pieces, I would love to try and pull that off from, from the Hornets. I mean... Aiden's twenty three. He obviously wants to stay with the Suns. He already said that. But the Suns could be heading a different direction right now. And uh we kinda of mentioned John Collins earlier. I mean, hey, if you could pull off some type of sign and trade and get Aiden to come to Atlanta as well. Now you just pulled off uh Trey Young, DeJounte Murray and DeAndre Aiden. I mean, oh my goodness. Atlanta just turned turned the whole outlook of their season around. You know, they're obviously contenders. So they keep a guy like Capella as well and a couple youngins around, so uh, if I'm the Hawks and the Hornets, I am trying very hard for Aiden. It looks like the Pistons have dropped out. The Raptors are trying to make a move on them as well. Um, you know, my Chicago Bulls, I would hope they'd go for a guy like Aiden, but I know they were in the Rudy Gobert market. But mm-hmm. that could also impact uh, Aiden's status as well. What happens to Rudy Gobert if he sticks around? But I like the Hornets and the Hawks as my two teams. I think the Hornets make the most sense.
2: Vaughn, what's going on with the Knicks here? Is this really all? Let's include a ton of cast based use picks. At the dumb players to clear the cap space. It it feels like it's almost a lock here. Jalen Brunson is going to sign the dotted line at 6 p.m. tonight. I know there's also a meeting potentially with the Heat. What do you think about what the Knicks are doing? And is Brunson worth the trouble?
1: Yeah, and I think it's obviously worth the trouble. His dad, Rick, is on the coaching staff now with the Knicks. uh, So that's, it seems inevitable. You know, the Knicks have some money to throw. They need, they they have, uh, you know, a lot of big men from last season. Uh, They could use some better guard play. In my opinion, Uh, so New York could use everything. I mean, they were the draft. We're like, what are they doing? Every free agency, we're like, what are they doing? Uh, This might be one of the more concrete picks, in my opinion, a pickup for them. Brunson makes so much sense. Uh, Obviously, the Miami Heat getting him, I think that would be awesome because they're gonna let Victor Oladipo walk. They're about to extend Tyler Hero for 25 million uh, rumors. So you know that would be a big addition for Miami too, getting a guy like Jalen Brunson, but. Yeah, I mean, if I'm putting money down, I mean, I'm going where my dad is. You know, I, I feel comfortable being that I always, you know, I'll always be in control of what's going on. So I think Jalen Brunson in New York uh, is pretty much a done deal.
0: Yeah, yeah, a million connections and 110000000 million. Wouldn't hurt either. Most money uh, as well. And all those uh, connections with Tibbs and, and Leon Rose, all sorts of stuff. Derek Rose as well. Uh want to go back to the Bulls. And uh, you mentioned Rudy Gobert. Now we've been hearing that the Zach Levine thing. As soon as it gets rolling today, we're going to hear that Levine is going to be a bull for a long time. Now, now this week here in Chicago, the chatter has been about Mo Bamba. How how do you feel about Bamba to the Bulls or Bamba anywhere as a player?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, I love it. Right now, the Bulls in general, I think they absolutely need to bring Levine back. I was scared that he didn't want to play with DeRozan long-term just because it kind of took away from him being the star player as much, Obviously, with the DeRozan MVP chatter. But Levine is a boss. Like, he's a baller. And what they have to do is get rid of Vujovic. Vucevic has been a great third option scoring, but defensively, he has been such an issue for the Bulls and it's held them back. So, I would love a Gobert addition here. I mean, Mitchell Robinson's another guy I would target. Mo Bamba obviously could stretch the floor and block a ton of shots, so I would love that one. Uh, We're sadly going to have to lose a guy like Kobe White more than likely. Looks like the Lakers are very interested in him. Uh, They could use anything in my opinion, but uh, the Bulls, I mean, they're making good moves, and there's guys out there on the market. I mean, there's Kyle Anderson, there's Tyus Jones, there's Jared Culver's. Like, if we can get a Jared Culver, uh, I would really love him coming off the bench for the Bulls, uh, or a Tyus Jones to replace Kobe White, but I think it's instrumental to keep a guy like Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso also coming off the bench for uh, Levine and uh, DeRozan as well. So I like, the, I like the way they're moving. Mo Bamba or Rudy Gobert would be uh would be awesome, I think, moving forward.
0: Would, would you be in on Gobert if you have to move Patrick Williams? Because that's what it sounds like you'd have to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you got to give up Patrick Williams and Vucevic for Gobert, I'm all in for that. I mean, obviously, he's been a defensive player of the year. He's a candidate every single season for that. I mean, that's the bull. Bulls need an anchor. They need someone down low that's going to impact shots and move people away from the interior because once someone gets in the lane, they're either getting free they're either getting to the free throw line or they're getting a, a pretty easy bucket for the most part with Vucevic in there. So, yeah, we need to go bare. And if you have go bare, I mean, the, the pick and roll play for Levine and DeRozan are going to be magnificent. And Lonzo Ball, I mean, don't forget about that guy. So uh, with him... With the ball, Caruso and Rudy Gobert combination defensively, I'm totally okay with we'll up Patrick Williams because the Bulls always give up their first-round picks lately. A lot of them have been traded or let go, uh, and I think this is just another case of that. They know what they're doing, so I'm okay with that.
2: Vaughn, uh, DeAndre Ayton's name's been out there a lot. We, you know, The Bulls, obviously, would have would center. The, the Nets have been connected to him. Uh, it could be a trade. Maybe the Nets give something to Phoenix to get DeAndre. What, what do you think about Ayton and where, where this might leave him or land him? Because it, it's felt like for a while now the Suns drafted him one. They've won with them, but they don't really want to commit big money to DeAndre Ayton, which means he might be on the move somewhere else. What do you think about Ayton's market and, and what, where he might land?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be tough. Like I said, I, I still like the Hornets and the Hawks the most. If he goes to Brooklyn, that would be interesting because he would be a defensive anchor for them as well. They need, they need some guys down low. Uh, they still have no defense. I mean, Kyrie coming back for the Nets has been a huge, huge positive for them because losing KD and Kyrie would have been devastating for that franchise, would have turned around. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's still guys out there too. Like we said, Bamba, uh, Serge Ibaka, another free agent, Marvin Bagley. Another free agent. Uh, these type of guys could impact where Aiden goes as well. And I think it seems like, it like the Nets could use them. Um, and just to kind of harp on the Nets a little more, uh, obviously they like their shooters. We're talking about guys like Joe Ingles, Wesley Matthews, and Gary Harris that are out there too. You know, if you can't get like the, the T.J. Warrens of the world, I think those would be a great addition. But, yeah, if, if we're still talking Aiden, man, I think it's, it's Hawks and Hornets for sure. Like, I, if I'm the Spurs or the Thunder, the Raptors, I know the Raptors were linked to them as well. Um, The Raptors are in a very interesting team moving forward because they're about to lock up Fred Van Fleet on a contract for four years. I think it's about to reach 150, 110 million, uh, 110 or 115, something like that. But uh, yeah, I I think the Raptors would be interesting as well. But they're going to be on the move for some role players. Um, And I've seen a guy like Victor Oladipo be be floated around a lot, too. Uh, Not to throw another name in the mix, but where Oladipo could go, he's going to change a team. Like the Nets, if they can get Oladipo, that would be a huge incentive for them.
0: It's not the biggest year in free agency, but it, it's always entertaining when it comes to the association. But there was another player that declined a player option yesterday and not as much chatter surrounding this player, even though we can, we know he can fill it up. Uh, what's going to happen with Bradley Beal? Sign a max with Washington or go elsewhere for four years instead?
1: Yeah, I was actually just in D.C. Uh, watching the Nats and Pirates game, so I was seeing a lot of Bradley Beal stuff all around the city. Uh, they got a lot of investment in this guy, and this team's obviously going to be pretty interesting moving forward. I don't. I mean, if I'm Bradley Bill, like I don't want to be in Washington any longer. Like I, I want to go somewhere where I can t- contend and make a difference, even if I have to form a big three in some degree and take less money. I mean, I'd be all for that. I don't have a market where I'm super confident where Bradley Bill could end up because he's going to demand so much money, and he d- he deserves that money. He's a thirty-point per game type guy, and. We've seen now, uh, you know, there was a deal earlier, Contavious caldwell pope and Smith traded. Uh, you know, these type of trades, I don't know how they're going to work out for certain teams, but I'm really interested to see where Bradley Bill goes. And I, I can't even put a finger on the map because it's going to take so much cap space uh, um, to take a guy like that. And if I'm him, you know, I'm going to have a certain like three to five teams I'd look at. But, you know, maybe a team like Portland could pull it off. You know, Jeremy Grant just went to Portland. Dame Lillard, obviously, is saying I'm committed to here at least for another year. CJ McCollum's out the picture. Uh, they have a little bit of cap space. I don't know if they could pull off a Bradley Bill-type deal, but if they move the guy like Nurkic, uh, who's taking up, you know, 17 to $20 million type type over the next year or so, uh, they could probably make a move for Bradley Bill. So that would be my thing, replace McCollum, get Bradley Bill and, and Dame Lillard, and now you got Jeremy Grant. I think that would be an uh, awesome move and somewhere I'd put my uh, put my money on, I think, long term.
2: Great stuff, Vaughn. We always appreciate you hopping on. Vaughn DeZell and the Roman guest sign. Get a free online evaluation. Go and care for EDL from the comfort of the price of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We'll come back. Look at today's baseball slate and one of our favorite long shot plays. And Wimbledon is done. We'll hit that next as well right here on BetQL Daily.